0: Get ready for brilliant people, brilliant ideas, and a regular good time. This is Brilliant Thoughts with Success People editor Tristan Almada, the show that thinks about how personalities, relationships, and communication shape business success. And now here he is, Tristan Almada.
1: Man, this is a really, really good interview. I got to do this one in person at Glenn and Mindy Stearns home in Orange County. For those of you who don't know Glenn Stearns, he's an American businessman, founder of Stearns Lending. He's also the star of Discovery Channel's Undercover Billionaire, check that one out. And for those of you who don't know Mindy Stearns, she may be familiar because she's been on the red carpet as a reporter for Entertainment Tonight. She's been in a movie, Prince's Diaries, and television shows as well. So you may recognize her, extremely friendly. And now together they created this company called Kind Lending. Let's welcome them to the show. Hey everybody, we're here live on the Success Magazine photo shoot. And I'm Tristan Omada your host for Brilliant Thoughts and People Editor for Success. And I've got none other than Glenn and Mindy Stearns.
2: Hello, Tristan! How are you doing <laughs> here?
1: And people may recognize both of you. You're from undercover billionaire from Discovery Channel. And also Stearns Lending and recently kind right. lending. Woo-hoo. Which is super cool. Right? <laughs> and of course, you're a media personality and an amazing philanthropist. right a little bit oh just just a little bit.
0: just a little bit
1: and both of you also run an amazing podcast right we do we have fun at that
0: grid happens we've been having some fun with that yes so
1: everybody tune into that one and the cool thing is as i did some research i found that not only are you a good power couple that works well together you lead with kindness and that Mm -hmm. that's kind of hard to find where we're at so that's kind of where i want to start because I think of legacy, I think of people actually being aware of the legacy that they're leaving. Mm-hmm. And some people just kind of live through life. doesn't matter what level of success they're at. And they kind of just don't think about that part. But I think both of you are completely aware of that. So can we start with that legacy? What does that mean to you?
2: Sorry, let's start. Okay, um, you know, it's funny when I think about starting out in business and trying to figure out who you are sometimes we we look at people and we say, I want to be like that guy. And then we go after it. But it might not be who we really are. You know, we just kind of, it's awkward in the beginning. And what I realized a little later in life is I do pretty well at me. I'm not real good at being somebody else. And and when I looked at people that um, I most admired, most of those people ended up being some pretty kind and cool people. They were just relaxed and they had that confidence about them. And I thought, you know what, I'm going to just be me. And so, you know, um, when Mindy came into my life, it's been 20 years ago, it was hitting that perfect stride of business was going well and life was going well. And so she came in and and it was just a, a wonderful compliment to what I was already um, starting to feel. And, and so we kind of came at this world with the pretty big force and and life's worked out so far real well (laughs) so far pretty good
0: yeah i mean kindness i mean i learned it from my parents it's something i've grown up with so Mm -hmm. it came kind of naturally to me in that space and you know we've been in a mortgage space for well when i met glenn he'd already been in it for a while and then Mm -hmm. after 30 years it it you know the life course changed and i'd been along his side and when the second kind of wave of Um, business opportunity came along, after the show wrapped, and he's like, you know what, I got a fire in me. He did the undercover billionaire show where he, you know, dropped off with nothing and Mm -hmm. had to build a new business again, and he really went back to bare bones. It was kind of a personal challenge, and that too was a legacy project in some respects. He wanted to leave something for his kids to say, you know, this is what you do to build a business. This is what you go through. They weren't there, obviously, when he started, so this was Mm -hmm. a chance for them to take a peek and when the opportunity came around to say look maybe maybe we want to do this again he Mm -hmm. got a fire in him he didn't have any restrictions holding him back from creating a new company and then kindness just felt really comfortable it felt like
2: real natural real
0: natural for us and we both felt like after the kind of the last decade year thing that we've had Mm -hmm. that was missing in a lot of business i like that
2: well one more part of that that is real important was You know, in our industry kind of the wave of Wall Street came in where it was all about the P&L. And so we were, you know, when we came back at it again, we thought, you know, why don't we put people before profits? Why don't we go back at it? Because we don't, I don't need to be a public company. I don't need to have backing of private equity or any other group. So we get to do it our way. And why not do it Mm. where you lead with your heart? right and Mm -hmm. so it's been a a fantastic um, start it's been a couple years now of this new journey to just leading with with people that want to be in this business because they're excited and they're happy and we want to hear from them we want to get them involved we want them Mm -hmm. to be a part of this creation and then you feel really good you know and that's more important to me than the money aspect that's got to be there that's important but it's not as important as your self satisfaction and the feeling that you've really done something to help bigger than just a
1: job you know
0: I mean Um, we focus on the P&L but it's people and love that's our (laughs) (laughs) P&L
1: right, on that yes Chief Kindness Officer. Tell me about that.
0: You know, when Glenn went about this the second time, he came to me, he says, I really want you to be an integral part of this this time. A little more than, you know, before I'd always been involved, kind of an ancillary way. And so to come into this this time and kind of build the culture from the ground up Mm -hmm. was a very exciting opportunity for me. I mean, I'd had a good career in media and television. We'd raised, you know, a nice family and a lot of great things had happened. And it was kind of like, okay, what are we gonna do now? So we decided to move back to California. We'd been in Jacksonville, Wyoming. And then, uh, Let's take a pause. yeah, I figured, I'd, I don't know if you're like, you can not edit, we can not stop if needed. Yep.
1: Good. Ready? Let okay. Go.
0: So when, when we had an opportunity to kind of start again, free of any restrictions, any non-compete, anything that you know, really held us back, we looked at this opportunity to say, wow, well, he's still in his like prime of his life, as am I, and we thought, let's go do it. Let's move back to California, bring the kids back, and mm-hmm. let's create a movement. Let's, let's bring something to a space that isn't typically known for kindness. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a real dog-eat-dog kind yes. of world. I mean, you know, real estate and lending and mortgage. I mean, uh, the big short, people are like, you know, they're after it. There's a lot of things happening in the mortgage space that's very aggressive, and we just wanted to kind of take back and say, let's create a culture this is a place where people come. You know, eighty percent of their waking hours is at work. So let's make it fun. Let's make it something where people want to come to work. Let's not make it work. Let's make it fun. Let's put the fun in lending. Let's put the fun. What do we say? The fun in funding. <laughs> I like
2: that. If, if we focus inward, all the rest will take care of itself. The customer will be. We uh, we live by a servant leadership model, right? Yes. Where we really work for the people that have put all their hard work and effort into us and the company. Mm-hmm. So it's very natural to want to make sure that they're happy. And and then again, ev- like I said, everything else just
1: will take care of itself. Where'd that come from? Is that something that was always there? Did it grow after you sold the company? Where, where did you know, that come from? You
0: know what, Tristan, what I will, to interject here, he, what he built originally with Stearns was that kind of a culture. It was very unique in that respect. and through when he left the culture changed i mean it's, it's, it's a normal it's it turns into a more business bottom line model which which is how a lot of businesses operate mm-hmm. so you know it is what it is it's just a different mindset Not and it. we really had heard so much after he kind of vacated that space how much his culture was missed, how much oh. that, that environment that he created, or I mean that was him, that was his nature originally. So it's not something new, it's something who okay. he was and just creating and adapting to that space in a place that really needs
2: it, I believe.
1: Is that something that, that you also instill in, in a family setting, like with your children? Well, happen?
2: let's take it all the way back to the beginning. Now, I had a child when I was 14, Okay. and then I had a marriage with where I had three sons out of that. Okay, We are very close to both of those mothers and their families. Uh, we went around the world on a, on a boat, yacht, yeah. uh, for a year and a half, two years. We took my ex-wife who taught our little girls. Um, you know, it's it definitely is a wow. very big part. Family is so important. And what I think is more important to teach our young children is that life is not about how how things go when, when you're at your best. Mm-hmm. It's what happens when things don't go the way you plan them. And by the way, it always mm. doesn't go the way you plan it. <laughs> Who are you at that point, right? And so we're real proud of being able to include... You know everyone into our lives um that came from the past again especially yeah. our my children's mother she's been an amazing amazing uh, when i
0: first God met mother, him i will say when i first met him our very first date the first dinner we ever had I, the thing that really grabbed me about glenn is mm-hmm. he said look i've been married before i have three kids with one woman i have a child with another woman he said as far as I'm concerned, they take a primary spot in our lives because they're the mother of my kids. Mm-hmm. Like what they, they will always be there. And that's an important aspect of my life. And I really respected that he just put it out there. This is what mm-hmm. it is. There was no expectation. He didn't try to hide it. He didn't try to make excuses for it. He just, he was very open and very honest. And I thought, wow, that's really impressive. That's a, that's a character mark for him. That's and, that, true. and that really, you know, drew me into that. Um, just his, it makes
1: a lot of sense, and that's that's how you also lead in business. right I'm Assuming right, openness, oh, well, kindness. Please, Let's- when
2: you come and you work for us, we appreciate you, we love you, we care about you. If you leave, we still appreciate you, care about you, and love you. It's not there isn't a difference, you know. And what I what I've seen happen the trend lately is when you leave. Commissions are cut, your your broke bonus, your list your, is, you get a is now the house. In all those things and I said when you come to us, if you leave, I'm more upset at myself than you. Like what did oh. we do wrong? What well, did we do wrong? Leave? Not what did you do wrong? When you leave, all the commissions and everything you have and all the loans you have are still yours. Your list is yours. If you brought a team, wow. they're yours. There's room for everybody. But also you have to have that confidence to know that if people are going to leave and they have a better opportunity, let them and be happy for them. But if they leave because we've done something wrong, then we need to look at our company, What what's going on, You know what's happening, and change that. And um, that seems to resonate a lot because you don't want to – be there because you're afraid to leave you know Mm -hmm. and and i never ever want to lead through fear i don't want people to be around because you know they're afraid or they have to get this bonus in six months so they wait Mm -hmm. we don't we don't operate like
1: that how do you make sure that that culture permeates through the company what's what are the processes it's
2: very very simple we (laughs) We, first we don't take ourselves that serious. No. Okay. okay. We laugh. We have fun. We, we we've created a an environment. We've got a a portal where the customer can go in very quick. Okay. Right? We call it the quickie. Okay.
0: <laughs> Come in and get <laughs> a quickie. Come in and That's get a awesome. Happy beginnings. Happy endings. Happy endings. <laughs> That's right. Okay.
2: It doesn't have to be that hard. You know? <sighs> um, you know <laughs> Yeah. We'll keep it that. We created a happy a chief happiness officer. Well, okay? I so, well,
0: I, uh, I started as the chief happiness officer. Right and uh, so, you know, the moniker is I'm the CHO. And Glenn didn't like me running around saying, I'm the chief Ho. No, <laughs> we had to stop that.
2: We had to stop that. I'm sleeping that.
0: with the boss. So no, I am like, it worked. We,
2: we've crossed the line. Okay. <laughs> well, um, there's a line.
0: <laughs> not really. Okay. We do. We push it. We do. I mean, we know, push it.
2: But let's face it. Okay. You're, let's have some fun. Let's not keep it all so boring and and numbers, right? It's just you want to be light. You okay. want to really smile and and figure that you're spending so much time here that I hope you get to walk away the, you know, with some happiness, right? Kind
0: of them I will tell you some of the magic sauce here okay. for what how well it's been going is mm-hmm. that Glenn had a 30 year run at this, and he had a very good reputation in the in the industry, mm-hmm. and so he cultivated relationships over. And this is a relationship business. Yeah. This bottom line this world, real estate, mortgage, lending, all it's relationships. That's everything. It's
2: not transactional. A lot of people look at it that way. We look at it like relationships over transactions.
0: And so, you know, he had had a really great run with great people. So when he came back into the space, it was really, um, easy to attract those people that we had great relationships Mm, with before, because we did say, look, we want to create a culture that you want to be at. We want you to have a meaningful existence in your life every day and feel appreciated, feel heard. I mean, part of my role as now the chief kindness officer. You switched to a
1: role. <laughs> Thank goodness.
0: So is, um, you know, making a personal touch, calling people before they start, after they start, checking in, celebrating Ooh. their lives, their pets, their animals, their, their babies, their weddings, their, you know, just really making it about the people, the people that are in our company. We have fun. We have a great marketing team that has a lot of fun, mm. that we stay engaged with our employees. I mean, we, we're we growing fast. And I've, I can't tell you, Tristan, how many people I've talked to that said, this is my forever home. I Whoa. will not be leaving. I will retire working in this space. They are so happy. I, I called one person and he said, I almost, it almost brings me to tears. I can't even put into words how happy I am here. How how valued I feel, how heard, how appreciated.
2: That's I'm our job. Fun. That's what we feel our job is. is you know, again, you're going to invest all of your time here. That's our job, and so uh, we've got a lot of smart people that understand operations, a lot of smart people that understand the market. Mm-hmm. You know, our job is to take care of the people. So. so.
0: And Glenn's really one of this. One of his, I think, cornerstones of his success is that he really doesn't have an ego about the people he surrounds himself with. Mm-hmm. Like he says, look, I want to find the smartest people that okay. know more than me. I mean, you've always led by that in everything he does. I mean, I got a me. 2.1
2: in right. in, in, <laughs> high school, in yes,
0: college. Yes, he did. It wasn't the, it wasn't the GPA. It was the street smart that really, pr- he, he's okay. a good people reader. I love that. And, uh, so he's, he's got the best of the best working, you know, with us. and, you're never afraid. Like I, I did hear one of our employees said at a place that they were, they had a huge origination month, mm-hmm. huge. And then the next month he got a note from HR that says, you no longer work here. The CEO wants nobody. No salesperson can make oh, more wow. money than the CEO.
2: I, I hope like, everybody makes more. I'm like, like what? You know? We want you
0: to like thrive. We, Glenn's like, I want them to make, I want to go on their boat.
2: <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, right. You know, I like make that. as much as you can. And, and, and I'll tell you what's also important. We have Debbie Davis. Debbie has been our receptionist at the old company for 18, 20 years. Okay. okay? And it was very important always to have somebody that has been a consistent voice, you know, that's been there, that's proud, that represents well. Yeah. And so when we started again, the first person I called is, Debbie, I want you back up front. That's so cool. Because it matters, you know, every person in that organization I mean. matters and you want happy people you want consistent people mm-hmm. and so and his you know, right
0: hand keely his, his assistant been with me has been here for almost almost 30 years, years. She's, yeah. been, she's been you know she understands we have mm. people that understand
1: i like that so look on that because i think i think success is is really a combination of everything that you do in life not just not just financial of course mm-hmm. right but family and self how do you How do you have a harmony that works for you? What does that look like in your life with family, business, and time for yourselves as a couple and individuals?
0: You know, I will say that is that is a constant challenge because there is I we get so excited about business, and then when we're at the family, we want to be so with the family, and then you really it's it's a challenge to continually spin the plates in a way that they're not falling. That you really have to. Give time to each of these aspects, and I think we do a great job of dividing and conquering at times. Okay, I when like you know things are needed in certain spaces, I go. Hand, I mean, we do go and we'll meet brokers together and we'll do things like that. But when can't always be that way.
2: Right. I mean, you know, I have an ex-wife, so it didn't always work out with balance, right? But that's you part know? of the harmony too. But, that's yeah, what I'm I, saying. And, but I mean, I you know I have an ex-wife because I wasn't balanced probably oh. right at one and, time. Yeah. But now we figured this out, this rhythm, right? That's so important, which has to do with bringing family in and not having egos and working hard. And so we we're out bouncing around the country, going and meeting different you know different clients and 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 partners. And we're doing that. We're bringing our kids with us, or you know. So there's a, there is definitely a different feeling this go around than the first time and you see that with a lot of people they just get so focused and all they want to do is work right and there's I don't I I can't throw a stone because I'd been there you know and and it was the right thing to do maybe at that time well you thought it was you right but you know I mean I couldn't change it because I am where I am today and mm -hmm. I don't have any regrets really Mm -hmm. right but now looking at it It is, you always hear about the balance and it's important. Mm -hmm. But sometimes balance might be maybe in weeks or months, it might not be every day. I don't have a great balance every day. Sometimes I work all day. Yeah. You know, and then other days you say, all right, it's time. Let's go to Disneyland, you know. And so it's just you know you just don't, you know like it doesn't that. come for me like some people. I get up, yoga, you know, yeah. then I go work. No yoga. He can barely touch his toes. No. no.
1: <laughs> so then routine does it does it change for you? Is it yeah. not a certain thing every day? I think we're both a little ADD.
0: Because. Like yeah. the moving target always. I mean, I like I'll that. tell you though, this guy is consistent as consistent comes. Like okay. he has these rituals that he does. His meditation is in the shower every morning. He really loves where big ideas happen and things are getting solved and problems are being worked out. He loves his big shower ideas. time. He, I love that. He loves it. And um, you know, so and he does always finishes what he starts. He's got a million things going on, but he's really, he's really surrounded himself with a great team to help him function.
1: How important is that, having a Crucial. great team to take you to Please, the finish line? That's Crucial. everything.
2: Everything. I mean, again,
1: it's not an know,
2: island. I found I am very good at maybe the people aspect and reading people mm-hmm. in the operational aspect and in the the building Get of the, the company weeds. and of all the stuff that goes on to really in the gears of a mm-hmm. company. There are people that are excellent executors and operational people that, and I am not that person. Mm-hmm. I do not. You got to know your strengths person. and really play to those. At what y'all.
1: point did you discover that that wasn't you? Did you fail a few times? You are like, Hey, you know what? <laughs> I need somebody for this.
2: No, I didn't. I don't know that I, well, and it depends on what your definition of failure is because I've learned a lot. Right? Um, but I would say you don't learn. Well.
0: You learn from pain. You learn from pain. Right. You don't learn when everything is going great. Like the greatest lessons are learned in pain and
2: he's had his share of it. And, I, yeah, and I, but I have noticed that when I would be the one, say in the meetings, running them, I don't like to run the meetings. I don't like to hold people accountable. I, I, I'll hold our president what? accountable. You well, make me accountable. Okay. all the time. Don't go shopping so much. <laughs> <laughs> do you need Nobody another pair up. of those shoes? Do you? Okay, I hold her accountable. <laughs> but uh, I, I do like to let other people do you know some of that work because mm. they're a lot better at it than I am, you know, and, and I'm more into the kind of the vision of what I think the company should should be like and, and not so much into the. Ex- I mean, I say that, but I do get very in the weeds with the people running the company, because, you know, we got to keep pushing that. And ball he knows along. he's got
0: the best.
1: That makes he's sense. He's got the
0: best doing this. All
1: right. Well, with that, what about philanthropy? How does that look and how does that fit into what you're currently doing?
0: You know what? We, um, we have always been very involved in our community and in the causes around us mm-hmm. um, there's two that we really are primarily focused on and that's the Horatio Alger Association that Glenn is a member of mm-hmm. which helps scholarships for kids who have overcome adversity who've lived a path much similar to his mm-hmm. people that aren't victims in their lives but they've chosen to be a victor rather than a victim well like you know they could be bitter or you can be better, better he always says and um, we love to be surrounded with that kind of an organization mm. and then also MD Anderson he'd had to run with cancer and they've saved his life and many other people's lives and are doing great work. So that's kind of our two uh, key philanthropy. But we support friends. We've always made it a part of what we do. Because I think that old quote, to whom much is given, much, much is, is required. required. Yeah. And we take mm-hmm. that seriously. I think there's a real responsibility to lift your brother up and to help. There's no handouts. There's hand handouts. Up. We so, give a lot of handouts.
2: And I, I have been on 16 nonprofit boards before right when i had the cancer and i realized about that time that i was trying to help and always say yes and it was just too much and so kind of dropped back and said i'll still support those organizations should i believe in them but Mm -hmm. let's just put our focus on a couple that we really think are uh in our sweet spot and cancer was one and then growing up uh you know with some adversity in my life that resonates with Horatio Alger it's an amazing group so and then we help a lot of other ones but it's also something that you get to teach other people how important it is that when you don't just live for yourself but you live for others Mm -hmm. that you will have a life that's much more fulfilled that you feel again money doesn't solve problems right Mm -hmm. money magnifies who you are and so if you are somebody that feels good inside, mm-hmm. then you will be probably better off, right? And if you're not, uh, well, we, we've seen a lot of people that haven't done so well with a lot of money too, you know. That's My true. dad
0: always said, yeah. find work that gives you a meaningful existence. And it's not just about finding a passion, but it's, does it feel meaningful Do what you're doing, really contributing to a greater good? And I think that's when you can go home at the end of the day and say, I feel good. Like, that's... That's a beautiful
1: thing. I love that. Did the trajectory of where you were going, did that change when, when he got cancer, when you got cancer?
0: Well, it was about the time when he was like changing the, his business life. And we had, you know, Blackstone coming in ready to invest in the company. And he was like, kind of he was really his intent was to create an organization that could really project what he built to another level for the employees and take care of their future and that was kind of happening at the same time this health kind of showed Uh, up it it. was in that space and we thought it makes
2: it's the ultimate equalizer right you know cancer because it can hit anybody and then you really realize what's important in your life and it was not um Making more money, definitely. It was being with family. Um, the the rub came in my life where my work people were also my family, right? Mm-hmm. And so by bringing in an investor, an outside investor, I thought, okay, I've kind of taken care of that aspect. Now let's go off and again we went around the world and bounced around for a couple of years and and uh, really just focused uh, inward and. I wouldn't change a thing that was in the highest earning power years where you'd be out there, you know, and, and it was the best opportunity just to focus on the family literally. And so we, uh, we did that, but I then started getting the calling again. My family was bigger than that. It was <laughs> the people that we love that have helped us grow mm-hmm. organizations and change lives. And so, uh, we, you know, right after the, uh, the show, um, I thought it's time to go try it one more time. (laughs) I'm gonna do this again.
1: Yeah, I like that. Bring my
0: cheap kale. That's right. This time, that's why
1: it's gonna work even better. That's right. So both of you have great energy. Uh How do you, how do you maintain that energy at a high level?
0: Hmm. I don't know. We don't drink coffee. Neither one of us. All right. We. I don't know. We just kind of always have had this constant moving we're constantly moving I, I i don't know i guess the energy and the chaos of continue it keeps us fueled that's yeah. just there's always something
2: to so do you thrive
1: in what you do yeah
2: do. I, I had lunch the other day with a friend of mine who is a mentor of mine and his protege i guess you call it is also a mentor of mine he is 82 and and the so gentleman for- I had lunch with is a hundred years old oh, wow. and they still, he goes out at, at it at lunch. He walks in with his Walker and they keep busy, you know? And so yeah. I found a lot of the, the people that I've always admired and looked up to and have surrounded me over the last 20 years have been older people that just stay active and busy and keep their minds going. Yeah. And so, you know, it kind of feels pretty natural to keep going and, and, You know, you you think. Don't stop moving. (laughs) Yeah, don't stop moving. We had a a lady that was. Ninety-some
0: years old. She was a countess in Spain, a spy in Count, World War Romanos II. Romanones, <laughs> Romanoski. She, she said, oh, I, she said, she walk every day, every day, walk every day, move every day. She goes, everyone yeah. I know is dead, and as I'm soon still moving. As they moving. stop moving, mm, they die. die. <laughs> so we yeah. got to keep moving. That's funny. Just
1: Tony says keep... motion creates emotion, so yeah. it makes a lot That's of a sense. That's a very yeah.
0: profound and accurate statement, I 100%. Love that. All right, so
1: what, what lesson would you say... You want your kids to learn just from looking at your lives on how you live your life on a daily basis. Oh,
0: they've heard all dads. I mean, his older boys now are on their own, and they re- you see them implementing the, the lessons that he's well, been teaching. Well, but I'll over tell
1: you years.
2: why I did Undercover Billionaire mm-hmm. was for that reason. I had Richard Branson, John Elway, and a bunch of other guys say, "Glenn, do not do that show. Are you crazy? Why would you want to go out and show the world?" That you can potentially fail and fail and, str- <laughs> and str- oh. struggle and go through all this. What's your upside? I don't <laughs> see it. And you know, it was. I said, I just want to do it. I think I I can do it. Kind of want to prove it to himself. I know I don't have anyone else really to prove it to, other than yeah. I wanted my kids to see that at any age you don't stop. And as we get older, we start to become more conservative, right? What yeah. if we don't want to lose this. And what it does, is it takes away Ooh. some of that fun. The, I didn't realize the most fun I'd ever had, and that's a, the word fun is the, probably the wrong word, but the most I'd ever felt alive was in 2007 and 8 during the whole financial crisis. Oh, we mm-hmm. remember those times. I was going Woo. straight to the guys on Wall Street and just saying, okay, you say I owe you $50 million for bad loans. Let's sit and lock the door until we figure it out. So oh, wow. I confronted every group, Lehman Brothers, Bear Stearns, Morgan Stanley, it didn't matter who, you know, and we just duped it out. And it was a wonderful time. And I didn't realize that until cancer set in where I said, I would love to feel alive again and do that, you know. And so by he doing this being show, in the game. By doing this show, it's. I said, yeah, I can look like a failure if I don't succeed in this. Or I can look like a winner even if I don't make it by just how hard I fight, right? And I think that was the important part to show my children and my loved ones, is that, you, you you know, of course, don't risk your whole life, everything you ever built. But, I mean, mm-hmm. go out and allow yourself to fall. It's okay. You learn from that. And you teach others to also maybe get up and try things that they've been struggling at, you know, getting off the couch doing. You know? That's
1: awesome, man. that And that's the same legacy you're leaving for the people that are working with you yeah. to build the businesses right, right now.
2: Something
0: we're really proud of is a program we're implementing within the company called the Bridge Program, where we match dollars for employees' volunteer hours. Mm. So for every hour they give, we give a certain amount of money, and at the end of the year, they get to give a chunk change, chunk you know a big check to whatever organization that they feel invested in. That's cool. So it's not just giving money to give money. It's giving money for the time that they invest, which in itself creates another meaningful aspect of living and giving. That's right. So, I think it just is a nice round out to the bubble of life and that whole work-life balance we're all I think that's for. key.
1: I love mm-hmm. that I love that you do that because people looking in see that you're not only growing successfully financially, yeah, mm-hmm. but the things that you're doing by changing people's lives, right? Not only those people that work for you, right? But the opportunities they have to help others. Mm-hmm. Right? So, you you both are leaving an amazing example. Relationships, family, right financially successful and i love that because you inspire me and everybody watching i can guarantee it so thank you so much you. very grateful thank you
0: much success my friend (laughs) those are all the brilliant thoughts that we have for you today if you like what you're hearing drop us a review or just tell your friends this has been a success podcast head to success.com slash podcast to hear more just like it